0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time it is that you inky savages are joining us for episode number 185 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment Podcast. This week we're running a little bit late, but this week it is not my fault as it usually is. This week it's Tom's fault. He had family (laughs) obligations, soccer games, and stuff like that that he had to attend. So, you know, instead of putting out a solo episode and bore you all to death... I decided just to wait a few more days. So here we are, episode number 185. Thank you for joining us. I'm really excited to talk about Luxury Brands of America and their inclusion of the brand Laban to their distribution line. So from now on, whenever Laban shows up, just know that they are backed by one of the best distributors ever created in the history of anything ever created ever. And they will be launching the Lebon 325s now you guys are familiar with the laban 325s. they're beautiful ivory fountain pens with a center barrel of different colors such as flaked green or orange purple there's a whole assortment of colors to choose from i really think that they're working secretly in collaboration with skittles because of the number of colors that they have they're beautiful They're also a limited number of colors. It's not like they're releasing 40 different colors every year. It's a set number of colors. They're gorgeous pens. They run on Yovo number 6 size nibs, and the nibs write beautifully. The pen itself has an antiquitous, classy look to it. Every color is beautiful, so check yours out at my other sponsor, Goldspot pens, I wanna thank you guys. We had a very good month of purchases using the affiliate link in the description below. So, check out Laban Pens at Goldspot Pens and at Goldspot Pens using the affiliate link. Also, check out other pens. They have a lot of other pens and don't forget to use coupon code Titanium? Is it still Titanium? Titanium, Okay, coupon code Titanium at checkout for an additional savings on most of the products on Goldspot pens, including your LeBond 325s. I'm not sure if they're going to be distributing other models, but the 325 seems to be the home it'll run. It'll be the full line. It's, They'll do the full line. It'll be the full line. Bon. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> so LeBond has been working with Goldspot pens for many years. They have had these pens I thought was a, a very good competitor to the Conklin Durograph. What were they called mm-hmm. the celebration? That yes. was my first Faray into Leban. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that pen. I even did some bizarre reviews on it back when I was acting all crazy and filming stuff and doing all kinds of crazy, like review <laughs> styles and stuff like that until I decided to format my reviews using the title incorporated into my reviews the title of my favorite movie when i was a kid the good the bad and the ugly with clint eastwood that to to this day is probably one of my favorite movies of all time which is going to lead me into what we're going to talk about today on episode number 185 of the penboy Roy entertainment podcast but before we get started with that and it's all relevant. You guys are like, what the hell does a Western movie with Clint Eastwood have to do with fountain pens? It has a whole lot to do with fountain I mean, fountain if you pens. ask yourself
1: that, then why are you watching this podcast? Because right, like... That's like, just... <laughs> we, we could talk we, about st- a lot of different things. <laughs> sure.
0: So, we, we do wanna talk about fountain pens. We are going to talk about fountain pens. And the movie, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly has a lot to do with the fountain pen that I'm gonna talk about today. So, stick around, but before we get started, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I need to talk about my good friend, my good friend, Good. That is his name, Good. His last name is Good. And he has a website called goodtheorywellness.com. goodtheorywellness.com is not a sponsor of this podcast, but he doesn't have to because the mission of Good Theory is to promote mental health awareness And prevent the needless loss of lives caused by suicide. Everybody has troubles. Everybody has difficulties that they have to deal with. And sometimes, and a lot of times, accepting those difficulties is difficult. Talking about those difficult things is difficult. And accepting that you need help and looking for help is difficult. So that's what his website is all about mental health awareness and reaching out for help if you need it or if somebody else needs it so please check out goodtheorywellness.com he spends a lot of money on his podcast to talk with people about their experiences, to talk about his experiences, his production is legit I really need you guys to check it out if you know somebody that is struggling with mental health problems and they're coping with it By themselves, there is no by yourself. You can reach out to me. I'll send you in the right direction. I won't ignore you. And if you know anybody who is former military, current active military, active police, fireman, EMS, paramedic, or anybody that has some form of PTSD, trauma, it doesn't have to be one of those things. It could be someone who had a difficult childhood. If somebody you know has expressed thoughts of suicide maybe it's time to reach out to save their lives because we have lost too many people needlessly just because we didn't know how to communicate with them and they didn't know how to communicate with the people that can help but because of people like Lyman Good he's a UFC fighter a professional martial artist and martial arts instructor who's had his own difficult experiences because of people like him we those lives don't have to be lost check out Good well, goodtheorywellness.com, and while you're there, go to the store. I'm not making any money off of this, and he uses it to supplement the costs of producing the great show that he has. Check out his hoodies. This is a Good Theory Wellness hoodie. All right, I can't turn around because I'll mess up my setup, but the back is pretty cool. It has like a... It, check it out like got, i can see it's got like
1: can't... camo it's got the camo design yeah, it's got, it's got like a nice a... shield and like, almost like a family mm-hmm. crest thing going on there it looks nice yeah it's re- it's very cool and then you got this spartan thing because lyman mm-hmm. is like a legit
0: like spartan from 300 he makes them look like flabby losers <laughs> that's how in shape this kid is wait what's the around.
1: roman numerals on your on your sleeve there how, did, how much does that have I... up to uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of. Numbers. I see like twenty three, but was oh, that two thousand twenty three? I, I don't guess, know what's right? an M. What's an M I think, in Roman numerals? I think M is a as a thousand. I'm guessing that's two thousand twenty
0: three. I don't guess. know, but we he's gonna come on the show. He's just gotta get his schedule sorted because it's like I'm texting him talking about shit at three in the morning, and then he's like at three thirty. He's like, "Hey man, I gotta go film," and I'm like, "What? You gotta like go film early in like the it, morning?" Like it's no for him. It's late in the night, so I'm I'm just like, whoa, okay. You got to film at 3:30 in the morning. I can, you know, you know, okay, you know, go, (laughs) do it. So anyway, please check out goodtheorywellness.com. Pick up yourself some swag, whether it be a a t-shirt or a sweater. It's all going to a good cause. Not a single penny drops into my pocket or Tom's pocket, but every penny goes to the mission of goodtheorywellness.com and every penny you are spending at goodtheorywellness.com goes to saving somebody's life. So again, I'm not making any money off of this. Unlike the affiliate link in the description below to Goldspot pens i'm just kidding anyway before we get started i want to give you guys a quick disclaimer this podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain potty mouth words both from tom and i and mostly from me so before warned, you have been warned now on to the podcast
1: the, the Penboy boy roy, roy, roy entertainment, entertainment podcast stage savage i do want to see the back could you just or is it too much of a problem i'm uh, curious it's now to see we, okay so this right, is the back I, this is the back right here can you see it uh I can see it. it's a uh, playing cards.
0: Yeah, it's a playing card. Lost that says lost,
1: lost to Legend. It's it's really cool. Lost and to the legend. thing is though is cool. it's,
0: tell me tell me honestly. Okay? Does this sweatshirt not make me look just a little bit more badass?
1: It does. Like it's yeah. a cool sweatshirt, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you when would, he was you to, would probably want it just even if it had absolutely no meaning to it. Like just it right. looks just cool. Yeah.
0: Right. No, but the thing is though Lyman even though he's a professional fighter and a total savage he's extremely artistic. he's extremely mm-hmm. like I don't know how to say it. like he's very artistic and creative he's mm-hmm. very even keeled and like mellow when you if you if you ever have a chance to meet him, I hope you do but when you do mm-hmm. meet him you'll think he's somewhat of a shy person for someone who okay. has who's famous and reserved. has as, as much exposure as he does yeah he's very reserved, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. well articulate. He speaks very clearly. He's, like I said, he's a martial arts instructor, okay? So he's always very presentable and poised, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And looking at him, he looks like a complete and total, like, savage animal who will just, like, eat a grizzly bear and its family while it's still alive, right? But in reality, he's a very intellectual, artistic, creative savage, so,
1: does, yeah. so does he do the artwork for that too?
0: Um, he is artistic. I don't. So him and the partner for his brand, which is his girlfriend, her name is Mika. They designed this sweatshirt together. Uh, so they throw a lot of ideas back and forth. So it it you know they're very creative. They they're synergistic together. The actually the branding that they came up with, Good Theory. It's mm-hmm. almost as clever as Penboy Roy. Nothing I, I is. I think as it's clever. I think it's more almost. clever. It's more clever. <laughs> it actually is because it's his name, yeah. Good Theory, and the word good has a meaning, and his name yeah. is him, right? And then Good his, Theory. His last
1: name is a great last name to sneak into a product or service and – people completely mistake it like for example the goulet pen company it's like you mm-hmm. cannot say oh well that could be something else it's no that's the right. last name of the people that run the company right but like a good theory it's just like it's just like you don't even know this the guy's yeah. name is good it's like what really wow yeah, yeah. <laughs> like
0: he's a good guy is a literal a statement right like, yeah. he's a good guy it's a literal statement you know there's no so anyway
1: i'm yeah, gonna change he... my last name to awesome So I could then be like, "Awesome, an awesome guy." Pens or awesome ink, yeah. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. I think though that if you change
0: your last name to "Awesome," people are gonna be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Yeah, Tom Awesome.
1: Tom Awesome. Yeah, Yeah. Tom Awesome. (laughs) It's like, is is he not awesome? It's like, it's just almost as like, it becomes synonymous where you just say it so much, it's just like, yeah, he's just awesome. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So.
0: Anyway, it's a cool sweatshirt. I really like this sweatshirt. It's comfortable. It doesn't feel cheap. It's not like a Kmart brand. It's it's
1: Kmart's it's not even around anymore. Yes, they just are. Are dating yourself? Huh, oh, am I really? Are. Okay, yeah. whatever. I don't you know think I it's around like a Target anymore. brand.
0: It's not like a Target brand. It's Target's not here soft. anymore either. There's a Target <laughs> right by where I live. So don't even <laughs> fucking lie, dude. Oh, you know at the Target where I live nearby, I saw Safari fountain pens. Did you? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. So not only are they around, not only are they around,
1: they're coming around. They see what you do are... with the words there. Yeah. It's actually um, it's funny that you mentioned Lamy because I met with the new national sales manager today. We were going over oh, yeah? some very interesting things coming up this season. Or this, I'm this excited year
0: entirely. So I want to talk about something real quick. Remember how last week I was talking about the Keras Custom mm-hmm. Inc. So. I, I really liked the copper ink version two that I had, but I, like I said, they sent that to me for review. I reviewed it and then I gave it away. And then what I did was I bought the brass one. Okay. But then over the years, I'm th- or I was like I kind of missed the brass one because the brass one is like three times heavier than. I'm sorry, I missed the copper one the because copper, the copper yeah, one yeah. I knew what you is meant, like yeah. three times heavier than the brass one even though every time someone grabs my brass pen and holds it they're like geez this is heavy but i do miss the copper and mm-hmm. like i was saying before during the sponsorships before the intro i'm a huge fan of the clint eastwood movie the good the bad and the ugly right mm-hmm. and i was just looking around at some stuff that reminds me of that. And one of the stuff I actually posted on Instagram a little while ago, one of the things that reminds me of Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is this Italian-made pistol that I have. It's a single-action Army replica made by Petra. I think it's P-I-E-T-R-A, Petra. I don't know how to speak Italian. But it's sold through a brand called Traditions. So the way they made the pistol was... It's it's a five and a half inch barrel. It shoots 44 Magnum rounds, but it's case hardened, so it looks aged, right? So it's like one of the old Western pistols. This pistol is a replica down to how it's loaded, where you have to open the loading gate and you can only load one cylinder at a time, and you have to half cock it, and then when you do, you can spin the, the uh, whatever this is called, right? I love that because that's that's a, that's a pure Western movie, Clint Eastwood movie sound, right? Mm-hmm. So what's cool about this is in order to fire it, you have to cock it all the way back and then only then you can pull a round off, right? You have to cock the hammer all the way back and then it goes off. The trigger won't activate if you don't cock the hammer back. What I love is the sound of how when you cock the hammer back, it makes the three clicks. Listen. Right? And -hmm. then you fire it off. Now, this is made in Italy. You know what else is made in Italy? Lots of fountain pens are made in Italy. The fountain pen that just perfectly matches this. Look at that.
1: Ah. What is this called, Tom? That's the Montegrappa Moscow Mule. No, it's not. That that's the, the thing. That's
0: the mini-mule? Fucking got you. No, it's not the mini-mule. It's not the fucking... It is the copper mule. This motherfucker has been sitting around and patinaing for so long, it looks like it was from the Western times.
1: Look at that. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> right? Look at it's that. Just, Look you just need, like,
1: one of those uh, tumbleweeds coming across. Yeah. yeah. And
0: just for everybody watching, I know you guys are probably freaking out because you can see that there's something inside the the, these are snap caps so that way you can dry fire the pistol without damaging the firing pin this is a this is not a rim fire i think it's a striker fire but just in case this this pistol is not purchased for any other reason than just to sit there and watch the good the bad and the ugly and when Mm. clint eastwood is like doing that that over the hand thing i can just sit there and play with it it's just an (laughs) expensive toy and if you watched my Instagram, it is also an expensive pen rest that works really well with the mm. Monte Grappa Fortuna Copper Mule. Now, I want to talk about this pen because I was just talking about the the Copper Karas Custom Ink version 2. And one of the things that I loved about the Karas Custom Ink version 2 was how heavy it is because it's just like it's just like a fucking rod of copper built Mm -hmm. into a pen and it has a Bach nib. This pen here is Italian made. This is the Montegrappa Fortuna Copper Mule. Mm -hmm. And in spite of it being made of copper, it is very light for what it is. Right? It also patinas slightly differently. Like I'm going to show you the Y Studio. This Y Studio pen is also made of copper and you can see that they're both patinaed. But one just has a little bit more color than the other. So the Copper Mule has just more color in the patina than the Y Studio. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because the Y Studio has flat edges and the Fortuna Copper Mule is rounded. I mean, I don't know. I want to know what you think.
1: Also, it kind of seems that the texturing is a little bit different on the finish, too.
0: Yeah, so the texture. I think the,
1: the, the Fortuna Mule looks like it's got more of like a brushed Kind of finish, and then the no, the you're y wrong. Studio. No,
0: the Fortuna, the Fortuna is more polished. When I first got it, mm. it was more, it was shiny. It looked like the f- fucking mirror that the the Queen from Cinderella looked into because it was so <laughs> shiny and clean. The mm-hmm. Y Studio Copper Pen, this is the desk pen. That's why it's uncapped. If anybody's losing their minds, it's just because it doesn't have a cap. But mm-hmm. this desk pen pen is more matte. When you get it, right? Yeah. So I've left that on my desk for a very long time because I want it to just. I want to patina the fuck out of it and make it look old. (laughs) So that is that pen. That this is this pen. I just think that the way this one patinaed is beautiful. It just looks like something that a cowboy used in 1873, and I found it right now, along with my 1873. Colt single action army replica. It's not really a Colt single action army because those are super crazy expensive and hard to find. Because Colt actually stopped making the single action armies because they and were producing it's also firearms very, very for. Old. Yeah, it's really old, mm-hmm. but yeah, and I think that the Fortuna copper mule looks really cool when it's really patinaed. Now, don't get me wrong; it looks really co- looks really cool when it's brand spanking new. I even got one of those cloths that have like the cocaine powder stuff on the inside.
1: The the polishing cloth, the silver polishing cloth? Yeah, the silver polishing cloth.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I had a silver polishing cloth the day before yesterday, and now I can't find it. Swear to God it was on my desk, but so was my cat. So it is now missing. Which is pretty much anything that I ever buy nowadays. I buy anything or everything that I buy. I just assume I can enjoy it until my cat does something to it and it goes missing. <laughs> I really don't know where this cloth is. But I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna polish this down in front of everybody. Would that be fu- something fun to
1: watch? It would. It's uh, just at least see maybe like a little part of it. Maybe like do the yeah. very end of the barrel yeah. and then like kind of fade it in. Don't do like yeah, one I, I, spot because then you're just going to have to do the whole entire thing, you know. You can't know, just do yeah. like one I, little I don't tiny know where spot. it
0: went. I had a polishing cloth. It is legit. My cat stole my polishing cloth. <laughs> and then you know what the crazy thing is? In like 4 months, I'm going to be, between now and 4 months. Fun I'm buy another fact. One, and then I'm going to find it like the day after the new one comes in the mail.
1: So, oh, you don't even need a polishing cloth you can actually use either ketchup or you could use toothpaste to See, i feel like toothpaste is too abrasive though right oh it's, it's it's good for your teeth so can it not be good for brass or copper are you
0: comparing the value of my teeth to my fountain pens don't do that. the okay. the
1: hardiness unless you have like soft teeth or something like that
0: i would not it's, use something are that teeth, i use on my teeth
1: on my precious te- fountain <laughs> pens <laughs> How dare you where Are your teeth go? less sensitive than copper Or more sensitive than copper I don't know But I don't
0: want to risk damaging my pen And mm-hmm. fucking putting toothbrush tooth, Toothpaste on it By the way I never got the pelican That you said you were going to send me
1: <laughs> Oh it must have gotten lost in the mail Yeah
0: I I don't know where this <laughs> thing went I wanted to polish Or your it cat took everybody. it <laughs> Yeah
1: right You know what the thing is like
0: He has stolen mail. I have found mail that was like under the couch.
1: Does the cat not know that that's a felony? Going Mm -hmm. away, the cat's going away to prison because that's a felony—stealing other people's mail.
0: Where is my polishing cloth? (laughs) Oh, I, I,
1: I literally. Is is this going to bother you? No, it's not going to. I've lost legit, I it. I wanted to
0: polish it. I wanted to polish it in front of everybody, but I can't now. I legit can't because I don't know where it went. And there are times where I'm looking for something, and then mm-hmm. one of my cats will have it in his mouth, and I'll be like, "Hey, g- give me that!" And then they run away with it, and it's then the I don't know where they put it. So, they have not Hell. done that to any of my fountain pens, thank goodness. But anyway, okay. Thank I goodness. guess, I guess the Fortuna Copper Mule is staying patinaed. I was Mm going to polish it and make it look brand new in front of everybody just for funsies, but I can't because Mm -hmm. my cats have stolen my polishing cloth.
1: Or you could have misplaced it. It could be your fault. Let's not blame the cats. Let's blame you.
0: (laughs) You know, one time, you know the screen protectors for phones and stuff like that? Yep. So the one that I bought for my iPhone has two of them, but I only used one and then the other day i was looking for the the boxing cuz i left the one in the box you know where i found it in the in the fish tank in the fish tank right in the fish tank my wife didn't put it in the fish tank <laughs> i didn't put it in the fish tank it might have been me it might have been my wife but i think it's more likely <laughs> the member of the family that often sits on top of the fish tank yes right So oftentimes my cat sits on top of my fish tank and one time has dropped a box of Spigen screen protectors into the fish tank.
1: Uh, Were the fish okay from that?
0: The fish were fine. The screen protector was also surprisingly fine because, yeah, yeah, like the adhesive protected any water from going in.
1: Yeah, usually they put like the film on that thing before you even... There's both sides. It also has
0: a contraption so that you can just lay it on your phone and then peel off this adhesive and then push it down so it's like the perfect installation. Yeah. I remember when Spigen came out with their first glass screen protector. It was for the Samsung Galaxy Note, the first iteration. And I remember that screen protector was $50. All it came with was one screen protector. And if you fuck it up, that's $50. Mm. So... I think the technology and everything has improved so much to the point where now they're like 10 15 bucks at most and you get two with a plastic like bracket to align it perfectly
1: yeah it used to be where they were very difficult to align those like or or it was just like a one size fits all type of thing you just had to kind of hope for the best that you could stick that thing on there and have it look somewhat decent yeah, they've come a long way. But the thing, yeah. the thing I, the thing I was surprised by when I was just thinking about this, uh, I was doing an article on pen cases, and mm-hmm. pen cases are kind of undervalued. I would say, like they're kind of like the last thing that you think of when you think of like buying pens, because you're just like, oh, the pen is the, the greatest aspect of the buying experience. And then you know, you have your ink, and then paper is kind of like a distant third. But, like, pen cases, people don't really, I feel, think about as much their organization and storage. But then, on the flip side, you'd be like, oh, well, I'm protecting a $37 pen. Like, what's the big deal? But Mm. at the same time, like, you're carrying around a phone that you probably won't have longer than two years. And you're slapping all sorts of cases and screen protectors and and Apple Care and stuff like that on it, and it's yeah. going to be obsolete, and you're going to be getting rid of it in a couple of years. That's and I'm true. thinking to myself, it's like this pen is going to last me like decades, most likely. And you know, I want to make sure I take care of it because it, it hopefully will look good by that time. Yeah. So the crazy. So did I tell you that I ordered another
0: copper, karis pen company.
1: I think you might have been leading to that because you were saying yeah, you missed the copper. Right. I yeah. didn't actually say it, but I actually
0: t- – so today – well, yesterday, I was on the website, and I couldn't find the copper ink version 2. And mm-hmm. I messaged them, and I'm like, guys, I had one. I gave it away because you guys gave it to me for a review. I reviewed it and gave it away. But now I want it again, but I can't mm-hmm. find it on your website. So – this is the worst day ever. They responded back to me like, "Yo, what's up?" and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. we do have a few left. They're not ready for sale, but no, some of them are ready for sale. They just haven't updated the website. But if I uh, want it, you know, here's the price. It's free shipping. You know, etc. So I said, "They said if you want it, let me know. We'll invoice you." I was like, "Invoice the shit out of me." So, <laughs> yeah. So, in the morning, I saw the invoice came. I paid for it. I'm waiting for it the thing about the Karis pen company that I like so much is I think that that pen can just be in the pocket with keys and change. And I don't have to fucking worry about it, man. This brass pen is so durable. It's so solid. I don't, I take it with me and I don't even have to worry about anything happening to it, scratching it. It changes color. Who the fuck cares? It's literally, I think one of the best every day carries if you are one of those kinds of people that are not
1: capable of taking care of stuff because of what you're doing right like or have abusive cats that will take your things with yeah you know, have had without it without your cats. yeah have at it try yeah try grabbing that do, thing and you're, and you're not doing on you're
0: it. not doing anything to that pen you're not gonna damage and it it's it's a it is at a luxury pen but it has just industrial look design that looks like Mm -hmm. really cool it's like i mean listen it has like fucking hex screws affixing the the clip that the clip looks like something that they took off a fucking cyborg and put onto this thing it's so cool i like it i can't is that one of those hinged
1: clips where it kind of comes up where you pull on it there no 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 it's solid it doesn't move it's solid okay so it's a tension yeah Yeah. it's not sprinkled or anything i mean this this is a such a. They still use Bach nibs on their pens. Yeah, they have Bach nibs yeah.
0: and they're branded. They're branded with the Karis Custom logo, which looks like something they just stole out of Bioshock, the video game, because okay. of the Art, Art Deco, Deco style. style. Yeah, yeah, I love the Art Deco style. I wish mm-hmm. I didn't suck at it. I would write everything in Art Deco, and everybody who <laughs> like reads my handwriting will be like, "What the fuck is happening? This guy's nuts." So. And the copper one, I can't wait. I, the copper one, I prefer just because of the weight. If the brass weighed as much as the copper, I wouldn't need the copper. Mm-hmm. I mentioned something about copper smelling funky, and somebody wrote on the YouTube channel saying, the copper doesn't have a smell. It absorbs your smell. Your smell. smelling oh. you, right? Ooh. I mean, that might be true, right? Think about it. It's, <laughs> it's oxidizing. I mean,
1: well, I, it's, I'm pretty... It's, it's upsetting, but true. <laughs> right.
0: I'm like, and I'm, and I'm smelling uh, copper. I'm smelling the copper meal. I'm like, honey, do I smell like this? She says no. So maybe that guy's wrong, whoever posted that uh, comment. But it's interesting. But it was I enough always thought for
1: that me. Copper to... kind of like reminds me of like if you had change in your hand and you were, you know, you were like, let's say, sorting change, you were putting them into those little rolls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of that smell, like that metallicy. You know, sort of smell,
0: right? I can't. That can't be true, right? Because I don't smell metallic. Yeah. I don't right? know. I think. Did you ever smell me when I and think, man, you smell like copper? No, no, not really. right. So it's not me. That guy's wrong. Yeah, it's, it's gotta, gotta be. smell
1: like beef and
0: right. You know broccoli. what though? <laughs> but that comment that guy made, whether it's true or not, mm-hmm. it made me say, you know what? Whatever it smells like, I'm I'm gonna get it. I want it. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is me. Maybe he's right. I better just get it and be happy with the way it smells. Because if I can't stand the way it smells, that means I can't stand the way I smell. And since I'm with me all the time, and if I can't stand the way I smell, then that's not good, right? I gotta accept it. So I need the pen to help me accept the fact that I am with me all the time and I smell like me.
1: And you smell at least better than a noodler's pen. Oh wow,
0: dude! So that so. Noodler's you have a we'll very smell.
1: low bar to jump over when it comes to right. that.
0: Yeah. Right. Saying you smell better than a Noodler's pen would not make anybody feel better, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, that guy's comment helped me helped motivate me to say, hey, you know what? I want that copper pen again. And I and shall be shopping
1: for cologne. <laughs>
0: I mean, listen, maybe maybe it is me, you know? I don't think it is because I shower at least once a month whether I need it or not. So, <laughs> you know, it c- couldn't possibly be me, right? But I wanted to – that kind of brought up another question I wanted to ask you, Tom. Mm-hmm. So there have been pens that I've had, didn't like it, got rid of it, then later wish I had it. Has that ever happened
1: to okay. you? Didn't – wait, got it didn't like didn't it
0: really like it got rid didn't of it really some like way it. or another but, but, but then later you're like damn I fucking wish I had that pen I wish I had that, uh, pen. I that
1: um you know I, I don't really live with those types of regrets when it because because I always because I always I'm very focused on what it is that I currently am using and I do and I do like let's say I go through my photo memories or my Instagram feed or see old images. Of some of the pens I've had in the past, and you know, I'm thinking particularly. I have, like the Visconti Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. I had a Caveco Al Sport at one time. I had a Franklin Kristoff Model 66. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, just I had like an Aurora Optima. Like I've had other pens, but like I just feel, I just feel like what I then, I now have, I would not trade mm-hmm. for them. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. like I just I if I were to say it's like, oh, you know, I'd really want that one back. And it's like, well, I'd have to because of my weird strategy that I have when it comes to pen collecting, I would then have to relieve myself of one of the just to make a space for it. So mm-hmm. that part of my mind then prevents me from being like regretful or wanting something that I had back, you know, mm-hmm. if that makes I any sense.
0: You no that does so you basically you have no pen regrets
1: not not anything particularly that i could think of i mean uh, like i appreciated all of them i even had like an omaso g uh you know jiva that would have the flexible nib with it but you know now i have a, a few pens that have really nice flexi nibs i like writing with and i mean mm-hmm. it was a nice it was a nice pen but when like it just i just felt like at a certain point when the when the value shot through the roof for it i was just like like, for what it's worth, I felt like I could then turn that into something else, which I did it's like I end up selling it to then buy something else that I truly would love, and that I feel mm-hmm. like is a different you know type, type of look for it so mm, um, but yeah, so you have so, but I'm assuming that you have since you you know you talk about the Karis having to let that go, you have any other pens that um, It's not that I had go. to
0: let it go it's just I let it go for the wrong reason right mm-hmm. so at the time well no first of all that pen i wanted to give away because of the circumstances of how i got it right. right and it it's such a it's such a unique cool unusual pen so a lot of times people who are not into fountain pens or the pen industry they'll show me a pen like a bolt action pen and they'll show me a pen that they think is really cool just because it's made of metal and it's heavy. Mhm. And I'm some a lot of times I'm like this you you can get this on Amazon for like 10 bucks. It's mm. it's you know you bought it for like 50 bucks, but I know I can tell you that right now that that's just a branded version of a generic pen. Right? Yeah. But you take a Caris pen and the construction and how solid it is is unique to Keras. there's few companies out there that are the same as that so i felt would you characterize
1: gravitas as one of them i feel like gravitas has got like a really awesome design aesthetic right that kind of uses all those metals and stuff like that
0: i def i definitely would i definitely would so like I would say Gravitas is one of those brands that are unique in itself. It has its own unique identity. They they make some crazy shit out of crazy materials and things that you could like launch into a mortar cannon. Just like you know, you know what I mean? And Ben, he's a little nuts too when it comes to like design ideas. Like he's not he, there's no there's nothing he won't try. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's like, "Oh, look at that. That beautiful green thing. Uh, sir, that's a nuclear rod. Oh, I'm going to make a pen out of it." You know? <laughs> That's yeah. Him. To
1: your point, though, yeah. you were saying about, like, I, I think that there is, like, a design aesthetic that is a little overdone in the pen industry, and that's, like, the minimalist
0: mm-hmm. type,
1: where it's just, like, here's a straight rod. It's a pen. <laughs> yeah, it's like right. a straight rod. <laughs> and, it's, and it just, to me, it smacks of some degree of laziness on the part of the person who put that together, because it's kind of right. like, well, this is... Just oh well, it's it's minimalist. It's like well, also it just rolls right off the table, and you know, it like mm-hmm. and like fifteen thousand other people thought of the same exact thing. So what's right. really what are you bringing that's different to the table here? You know,
0: right, so. right. I agree with you on that. So there's like a fine line between the minimalist design and something mm-hmm. cool like the Karis, yeah. Inclusion or like to. or like
1: Lamy. i feel like Lamy's great for they they are strict on the bauhaus aesthetic which then tends to go towards minimalism a bit because you are working more towards form that follows the function of the mm-hmm. pen so mm-hmm. like something like a pico which does look like a straight cylinder but mm-hmm. then it, it's a ballpoint i know we're talking about ballpoints here but just bear, we could talk about you know what Dialog CC is a good example of it's a minimalist design. It is a straight cylinder tube, but it's a retractable dip fountain pen, which, Mm -hmm. you know, go try to find me a a minimalist type retractable fountain pen that has an elegant system like that Dialog CC has. Mm -hmm. But that's like the the difference is that it brings something more to the table in terms of uniqueness and innovation than just, Mm -hmm. oh, well, here's another straight cylinder pen.
0: Mm-hmm. there you go
1: yeah and it's made definitely. out of metal it's made out of solid metal
0: that's yeah yeah like what, what there's a a metal pen that's just like a, a little tube it's a little pipe i can't remember what mm-hmm. it was but
1: the is it the caveco lily put are you talking about or?
0: yeah it might be that it's a copper pen
1: yeah Kaweco well Liliput. that's those are like little little tiny pens but at least those you could screw the cap on the back of the pen and also, I think the neat feature about those is that they're, they're just made with just three pieces of copper. Is it? Like, it's just, really? It, there's, and then the nib. The nib screws into it. And that's like, that's mm-hmm. it of the whole pen. There's no other, there's no plastic inner parts or whatever. It's just, that's just it's all metal.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say that little copper pen, that metal pen, even yeah. though it's just like a little tube, for some reason, it appeals. It has an appeal. There's another brand, um, shown Design, Mm-hmm. them too they make little little pipes of fountain pens but at the same time it's like i don't know why it's it's nothing but a little d- dinky little pipe but, but they I'm like but he likes them
1: like and does it in like all you all the designs that that they do out of that pocket six is like it's crazy with like the hand hammering and then the knurling and like the color splashes that they do on them the anodizing mm-hmm. it's just like they they take it to the next level but that's but that's part of the Aspect that people love about it and the uniqueness yeah, of it but, is that but the thing there's is, though, so many colors.
0: Yeah, but the, here's the crazy thing though: mm-hmm. those pen companies that we just named is a mm-hmm. perfect example of exactly what you're talking about. But mm-hmm. there's a je ne sais quoi about it that makes yes. them the exception, right? Yes. <laughs> like, isn't that strange? Yes. Just like they could, they could, like, they oh, could get don't.
1: away with it. I feel like they right. could get away with it. But if you right. came, if you came up with, oh man, I got a great idea for a pen. Here's just a straight tube. Let's just put a nib on it and call it a day. We're good. And it's like, no, no. These guys got you beat. Like, they all have you beat. Don't even come with that sort of energy right now. Just just go back to the drawing board. Figure something else out to make it look interesting and have that je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Do you remember this pen here? Yes. That is the – remind my name of it again?
0: Somebody sent this to you you thought it was hilarious oh right
1: nobby's pen yes yes yeah i i because like you just said that the, if you just what is started he on, turning what is the he caps... on instagram
0: what is he on instagram just so everybody knows was it
1: uh, slickery don't no oh wait no 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 i'm sorry uh not not uh we're not talking about him um we're talking about uh derek i think
0: the no slickery, slickery don't. don't slickery yeah. don't yeah so I don't know yes, his real name. Don't. I don't know no no no, no, no. we were thinking name.
1: I was thinking of of Nobby um who we've had on the podcast before uh but uh, but no that's not him that's I am thinking Wait uh, who I'm, did sorry. we have on the
0: podcast before
1: um Nobby remember from I'm trying to think of the his his company name but he also does like his own Instagram was like inky inky Nabi. um he does he does handmade pens too
0: Are you I sure we have him? the life show? of me
1: yeah, I we did. We had uh, it was before we did video. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember having I remember he he did like you know. a video of him like playing I think Call of Duty and he was like making pens. And he was he tagged us in it. He was like was he was like, like waking up and he would and he would be he would be he would be listening to our podcast as he was doing he, the video. We didn't have
0: him on the, we didn't have him on the show. Okay, He's actually, wet and wise. He's wet and wise. wise. That's the wet wise, wise. It, yeah. Right. Okay. So We did not have him never, on the show? No, we never had him on the show. We never had him on the show because he's not comfortable enough with his English to be on the show. I offered, remember? Um. Yeah, he was never okay. on the show. Like, how, did, how do you remember something that didn't happen? That's crazy. I
1: don't know. What's, what's... I
0: thought, listen, I got hit in the head a lot. <laughs> and and I had a lot of, like, loud noises go off. For, mm. for me to lose memory and be like, I don't remember him being on the show is normal. But for you to remember something that didn't happen? <sighs> <sighs> You yeah. might want to lower the volume on those AirPod Pros <clears> that you have on. No, but this. Was well, you just remind me something.
1: My my. So my my son did the same thing to me the other day. We took we took my uh, dog to the vet, just like a standard mm-hmm. appointment, a checkup appointment. And he's waiting. And he's like, I really don't like being here. I'm like, Why don't you like being here so much? Just, we're just taking her to the vet. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you 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 took me and Sophia. The last time I was here is when you when you put down Dante, our our old dog. It's like we didn't take you. We left you guys at home. Why would you? Why would we want to put you through that? You were like at the time. You were like, what, like seven years old, six, seven years old. Like we wouldn't want to have you be there when like the dog is passing away. Yeah, what a. Cool and it's like do, no, now. you. We were here, and it's like no. I'm like 99% sure you weren't here. So I go and I go home. I'm like, Sam, we didn't take them, right? I'm like. No, it never happened. And I asked Sophia. I was like, no, we Uncle John watched us like while they huh. they took. T-. So he remembers this thing that just never happens. So I just it mm. just that just brought it up with me because now apparently I'm doing the same thing too.
0: You know what it you know what it must be? It must be something that runs in the family. Right? Yeah, it's a DNA thing. And yeah, <clears throat> but Slickery Don't sent me this pen through you, mm-hmm. and I think it's hilarious because I think it was a couple of weeks after I made fun of the Waldman. The, the fucking Waldman pen with the diamonds and all that stuff. Oh, the oh, extra, like, Vienna? Ex, extra Vienna? Extra Vienna. Yeah. See, I don't like it has, it has like four fucking cap rotations. Well, Slickery Don't mm-hmm. decided to make a pen, turn a pen just for me. And this fucking thing has 11. <laughs> <laughs> 11 cap rotations. And I remember when I got the package, you had said to me, Trust me, you're gonna you're gonna think it's awesome. You're gonna think it's hilarious. I'm like hilarious. What about a pen could be hilarious? So I got the pen. I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful acrylic. Wow, he made this for me. Like, I'm like, why would he do that? That's just. I'm like, what's the nib look like? And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> and it's and it's then annoying. halfway and you through, keep,
1: you're thinking to yourself, oh, am I unscrewing the barrel by accident? <laughs> yeah. And then halfway through,
0: I realize, and I literally standing in my office, <laughs> laughing out loud. I was like, he got me, right? Mm-hmm. He got me. I thought that was hilarious. And this pen forever sits on my desk. And one of these days at a signing or at some meeting, somebody's going to say, hey, can I borrow a pen? I'm going to be like, yeah,
1: yeah sure. motherfucker,
0: you can borrow my pen. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be, it's a twist cap, don't pull. And they're going to be sitting there confused, not knowing. See, the thing is, when people are not into the fountain pen world, and they're just not into pens or stationery, you hand them a pen and you tell them it's not a pull, it's not a pull cap, it's a twist off. They're confused right then and there. Yeah. Throw in eleven cap rotations, you're just gonna fucking like short circuit their existence, right? They're just gonna, be you gonna know, be, they can't they can't you know deal would with it.
1: know be even funnier is if uh, is if he installed some sort of little jack in the box surprise that pops out of the barrel. Right. And when you when you finally open the pen, it just goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True.
0: Yeah. That would be hilarious. But uh we got to start wrapping this up. I just want to hear from everybody. Does anybody ever have any fountain pen regrets that they regret? Did I say that right? Pens that you had that you got rid of that you ended up having to get again because you regret getting rid of it because you regretted getting it in the first place. If that is the case, I I can't I can't do that again. I can't ask that again. I don't know how to say that again. But you guys heard it. What kind it, of pens
1: it. do you regret not regrettably regretting getting that's over. not what i said not right no. now i heard regret like about 50 times right it's F like for one so one for every turn of the cap <laughs> right do you have
0: do you have any fountain pen regrets that you regret because you would regret getting rid of it because you regretted getting rid of it because you regretted getting it in the first place right so i want to hear about it what kind of pen did you regret getting and then got rid of it and then regret having gotten rid of it and regret it now and then got it again, and then don't regret it. I want to know how you feel about that pen, what pen it is. Tell me your pen story. I want to read these also. Uh, I can relate to this. So if you guys put it in the comments or email us at gmail.com, I would certainly appreciate it. And before we sign off, thanks again for joining us. This is episode number 185 of the Penboy Roy Pentertainment pen Podcast. Please check out the affiliate link in the description below. Use coupon code TITANIUM. Check out the new LeBon 325. Well, they're not new, but check out the new distributors for the LeBon 325. Pick those up. Enjoy those pens. And again, goodtheorywellness.com. Thanks again for listening. Love you guys. Be well. Be safe.
1: Stinky.